when you think about what what Bruce, what, what Bruce could give me for my life's journey, it's not just being a fan. It's 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 something which is totally different. It's the, the idea of making stuff and making stuff that actually matters to somebody. And if it's five people, fine. If it's five million people, even better. But yes. just make stuff that's relevant. And 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 uh, that's that's one of the things I could actually say. Well, that's something I've learned from the boss and uh, um the the idea first was well i have to if i want to be like him i have to play the guitar and, and sing and that didn't work then i said well if i take photographs i have to take photographs that that have the same quality as a springsteen song um which is pretty high goal to aim for but um mm-hmm. um which is what which was this this this, fi- this idea said well if I can't do that. Maybe there's some other avenue which that where that mindset helps you. And that's that's um, where I think, well, maybe there's something I could actually say that helped. And the podcasting thing, um, not with every episode. There are some duds in there, of course. But, yeah. <laughs> but some are really good. And, yeah. and most of the time, it's because the, the, the guest triggered something in me where I said, I would really like you to stay for eight hours. In today's episode with Dennis, the second part of our conversation, we talk a little bit about his podcasts. And of course, he answers the Mary question. Let's get off the Springsteen train just for a moment. And let's talk a couple of you. You do a couple of podcasts. So let's talk about those a little bit. Um, well, I actually do two podcasts. One, one is uh, well, the thing is, <laughs> I'm not promoting the podcast because most Americans can't listen to it because they're all in German. So, right, yes, um, we could have subtitles, but that doesn't work on audio. So, no, it does um, not. You just have to let me ramble about them for a little bit. Please. Um, <laughs> one is um, it's basically the Dennis, Eight, the Dennis Eighteen podcast for creativity, communication, and values, which started as a photography podcast i, I started um, a youtube channel about photography and then after a while i said well maybe i should do a podcast about that and um, that's about, about six years ago now five years maybe started pretty early with, with, with the podcast trend and um, that photo- photography became a little bit too narrow of a subject so i started widening it and finding ways to still keep the label photography on it but talking about music and books and all the other things and then i figured well you got to be honest just move on um you can talk about photography if you want to but this thing's supposed to have your own name it's all about about the things you think that are important so put your own name on it and make it a broad thematic scope of it so i can talk about everything there um lots of authors lots lots of uh, music stuff lots of still lots of photography and um, different kinds of creative projects I have. Um, um, and I um, also have a second one, which is which was just a side project, which is called Traumbilder with Dream Pictures, which is a meditation podcast. 
which has the premise that I read a, photo a photograph to you. Basically, I, I put a photograph in front of me, I look at it, and then I talk about it as long as, as I find things interesting about the photograph, put some nice music under it and um, get you in the, in the right uh, mood with some breathing exercises and everything to calm you down. And then I just talk about the, the picture and I, I, I guide you through the landscape and talk about the colors and, and what elements there are and which parts are in focus and which parts are not in focus. And um, basically it's free association. They're not scripted. Um, so yes. I, I just, and that's basically, the, it, it started as a test of how good my own photography is. Um, because if you can talk about a picture for about an hour, it's a pretty good picture because yes. that tells you stories. If right. it's, everything's tack sharp and focused, the, colors are wonderful the composition is great you look at it and you don't have anything to say about it for more than a minute or so then it's not a good photograph that's basically the test of my own um, back catalog hmm. and um, that's how it started as a, as a as a more or less like an inside joke with myself I said well if I can't talk about this thing for, for an hour it's not a good photograph and uh, the thing actually took off much more than the other one the other one is about 100 episodes and this one has 24 yeah and uh I can see the that brings us back full circle to the whole COVID thing. When COVID started, I had 17 um, episodes in the can and no listeners. Right. There were just a few people listening to it, but basically just friends and family and uh, people who just stumbled over it. And then COVID hit and the thing just took off. And you can see it going up with every wave and going down in between when people think now it's getting better. And then next wave comes and it goes up again. And the whole thing, actually follows the COVID curve. Oh, how because, interesting. Because people just get scared, scared and anxious and, and, and don't know what to do with themselves. And they start looking for stuff that helps to, to settle them their, their, their soul or give them comfort or help them deal with, the, with their fears. And this is one of the little things that I can actually do with this podcast is help people um, who are mentally stuck or, or in fear or can't sleep or whatever. And uh, the letters I get, and that's that's where you can actually measure if you're a successful podcaster or not, is the feedback you get. It's not the numbers. I mean, I'm, I'm happy about those numbers, but that's not what it is. Every time someone sits down and writes me a letter or an email and tells me, well, I'm feeling terrible, I, I'm, I've got all this anxiety, I can hardly work, I sit at the office and I try to meditate during my lunch break just to get through the day, and your podcast helps me. That's amazing. That, that's that's the biggest gift you can get. I, I just want to echo that, Dennis. Um, I get very little feedback from Set Lusting Bruce. I, I, get, um, I get a few tweets where someone will, you know, reply back to the person who joined me <clears throat> on a Twitter, you know, and, and say, yeah. hey, I really enjoyed the episode. And maybe every couple of months, someone will shoot me an email. But when they do, it just makes my whole day. Just yeah. uh, it's just you saying that you'd found the podcast and you'd enjoyed it. Just it, there is a joy you get from that because, um, as I talk about, a podcast is a very lonely thing. Even though you're interviewing someone, and I do this, you do feel like you're you're speaking to the void, and you're like, "Are is anyone listening? Is anyone care?" Um, and, and I've done similar things that you talked about that as I've done this for further and further, um, I think 
the podcast will always be mostly Bruce Springsteen fans, but I love having other podcasters and writers and people that have a loose connection to Bruce at best, but have interesting stories to share. So I always enjoy that part of it. So I totally agree with you. That feedback is just magical. Especially when you think about this, this, is there anybody out there, which yes. takes us back to Bruce. Yes. Um, the, the, Long, long before I knew that there was such a thing as podcasts, I, I always fantasized about being that the DJ in a in a radio station um, who has this the late night shift and and probably knows that the only people who are listening are the ones who can't sleep and who are ones who have to work and the ones who are traveling. Yes, and uh, that was the one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to sit in my 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 little room and talk to the microphone, talk to those people. Everybody is asleep. Everybody is happy, but those people have to be awake and i could be the one to to help them through the night that was one of the fantasies i had way before i started with podcasts and uh, this is now something i can do in this this little niche i found there yes that's a very romantic uh, imagery right of the idea of keeping someone company that's working the night shift or that's driving a late night journey or someone who's um can't sleep and so they've turned on the radio to try to you know have someone keep them company you know i'm thinking of the in the wee small hours of the morning you know like from sinatra or someone that yeah that's that's a very very romantic imagery i think and that's the two or three o'clock a.m that's not the 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 disco people who are on the way home right we are talking about the people, the truckers, and, and the people who have to yes. go work work at the uh, at the uh, um, the hospital, work the night yeah. shift, and have to drive home at, at five o'clock in the morning and are tired and everything. I had yes. a terrible night. Those are the people who I had in mind back then. Yeah, and um, I, I tried diff- my hand at a few songs about that subject when I was when I was still writing songs. I didn't never I never really got it. The idea was too romantic. Um, the songs looked like cheap Springsteen covers, uh, Springsteen ripoffs. I never really got the right hook into it. But that feeling is something I could actually keep and use somewhere else. And I think that's that's one of the tricks. Um, when, when, when you think about what, what, Bruce, what Bruce could give me for my life's journey, it's not just being a fan. It's, it's, it's something which is totally different. It's the, the idea of making stuff and making stuff that actually matters to somebody. And if it's five people, fine. If it's five million people, even better. But yes. just make stuff that's relevant. And 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 uh, that's that's one of the things I could actually say. Well, that's something I've learned from the boss. And uh, um, the the idea first was, well, I have to if I want to be like him, I have to play the guitar and, and sing. And that didn't work. Then I said, well, if I take photographs, I have to take photographs that that have the same quality as a Springsteen song, um, which is pretty high goal to aim for, but um, mm-hmm. um, which is what which was this, 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 this idea said, well, if I can't do that, maybe there's some other avenue which that, where that mindset helps you. And that's, that's um, where I think, well, maybe there's something I could actually say that helped and the podcasting thing um, not with every episode. There are some duds in there, of course. But, yeah. <laughs> but some are really good. And, yeah. and 
most of the time it's because the, the, the guest triggered something in me where I said, I would really like you to stay for eight hours. Could we make this as long as possible, please? Yes. And there are a few, a few people. Um, I've, I've got a wonderful friend, uh, Judith Dürka, who is a, 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 a um, she's an actress or actor, um, as you say nowadays. Um, she's a photographer. She's a writer. And she's an all-around good person. And when COVID hit, the first person I called was her. I said, I want to talk to you. Whenever, whenever the world goes dark, I know you've got some, some light. Could we please talk about this? And then about a year later, we, we, made an, we, did, we did another call with each other. And then we both said, well, we still have nothing has changed. It's still terrible, but they're still, we're still able to have a conversation with optimism. And that's another Springsteen idea that, that you can describe the darkest places in the world, but there's always that little bit of light that tells you, well, this is really terrible. But there might be a way out. And if you just um, believe it, there just might be some kind of, I don't know, angel, friend, uh, mom, <laughs> whoever comes along to pull you out of that hole. And that's, uh, that's something you, you don't really have unless you have a conversation platform. And that at least that helps me a lot because I can just call people and say, well, I want to talk to you. Come on my podcast. And I don't have to 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 stop them at a train station and say, well, could you please talk to me now? You look like someone who knows. We're really weird. Um, that's much easier to say, I've got a podcast, but you'd like to join me. I need your wisdom now. You know, often- Dennis, that's so well said that it is, you know, when I reach out to people to have them join me on the podcast, and um, I'm always flattered and happy when you Joe joked about this at the beginning saying, you know, hey, I went to Chris, I went to Jesse and said, hey, I want to be on your podcast. And I'm always happy about that. But I, you know, I'll reach out to people and they'll go, well, I just don't have an interesting story to share. And I'm going, but you've, you've, you've driven to, I mean, you, you flew to Australia to attend a Springsteen show and you live in Europe. That alone is 20 minutes of stories, you know, uh, you know, you don't have to have someone who, you know, Bruce helped you fight cancer or helped you get through the, the death of a loved one. Um, and you know, there are just different stories from different people. And I love capturing that. And as you know, and I say this all the time, you know, my goal is to have a conversation that my listener feels like they're eavesdropping, you know, in queue waiting for the show. They're like, oh, I'm getting to hear two two mates visit and talk about Bruce. And it's just always a joy. So it sounds like that's your podcast This kind of helps you share. And, and mine has helped me a lot that as much as the listeners, I agree with you, if I get five people listening or I get five million people Yes, 5 million would be great. But even if I can get five people listening, I've enjoyed the conversation. That's enough for me. Yeah. And I think that's that's something which is very rare. Most of most podcasts I found these days, people, the first thing they ask you is, how do I get listeners? Yes. How, how, how do I get traction? How do I get advertising? All those questions. And yeah, okay. If you If you are a company and that's what you do, if this is a marketing tool, Yes. Fine, let me help you. My, my company can help you. Pay us some money, we'll help you. Right. But but if somebody comes to me and said, I just, maybe this podcasting thing is something for me, I don't know. 
I think I should try this. Everybody does it. Maybe it's fun. Yeah. Say, okay, let's let's see what's your story. What is your story? And then then get that out of them and don't worry about all the technical stuff. I mean, I, I wrote a book um, called The Podcast Führerschein, which is basically a driver's license for podcasters. Mm-hmm. And um, the fun thing is when you have a, a publisher, they tell you the, the price tag, the number of pages and the ISBN number before mm-hmm. you actually wrote one word. Wow. So you, you know what they want and you, then you write it. Now, the cool thing is that I knew what they wanted, but I, but I knew what I wanted to write. So I did what, write what I wanted to write and they let me, which was fun. I was surprised. I thought they might just said, well, uh, yeah, but could you please do more technical yes. stuff? People know have to know about yeah. all these sampling thingies and mics and cables and it's all in there. But the thing I put in there, which I think is much more important, are the stories you want to tell. Who are you? What's what's What moves you? What do you find interesting? And when you open up a podcast and people um, tap that listen button, it's like knocking on a door to a party. When, when, when the hosts open and said, well, hi, good, you're here. Thank you so much for coming. Come on in. You stay. You're happy. You're, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful night. But yes. if, you, if somebody else opens the door who's just happened to, to linger in the hallway with a bottle of beer like, laying against the wall and just opening the door and say, well, there, you have the host is somewhere back there. You go, go find him yourself. I just probably would just turn around and say, here are the flowers, give them to him, my best regards, and I'm off because I think I don't, they don't want me here. Right. But, and that's, the, that's one of the tricks. People have to be invited in and then to come into a room and then discover this room is really nice. I could spend some hours here. And then I sit down and listen to the person next to me. And that's the podcast. That conversation on that couch, when you sit down at a party with a nice person next to you, who you may know or may not know, but you find interesting. And they just tell you what they have been through in their lives, they, what they are thinking about, and you tell them about your stories. And then that clicks and you look at the watch and say, well, didn't I just sit down two hours ago? That's, that's the magic of podcasting. Everything else is radio or marketing. And uh, I put all those things in there and uh, they let me leave it in the book. So, yeah, that's well said. That's really, really um, a very um, spot on kind of feeling about that because, you know, that's what, that's what I try to do. And I think that's what all good podcasters try to do is just to share stories to just and have that. And um connections right especially during this pandemic as uh ken rosen talked about he said you know your podcast is all about connections we are so self-isolated and we're all fighting these things and by having all these different guests on you you hope there's a little connection that are through not only bruce's music but then our fandom of that so yeah well said sir very nice all right Let's talk a little bit more about Bruce. Talk about favorite albums, favorite songs you mentioned, Letter to You. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and Western Stars. How much time does your family give you? Because those two records are wonderful. and I would like to gush about them forever. Please do. Please do. (laughs) We are good. Um, I was... um, Western Stars, let's start with that one. That one came so much out of nothing i just it just is, it appeared in my my instagram feed i think i didn't know that was coming and then i heard what was the first single um here, there goes my miracle was that one the, the uh, first hello sunshine i think hello, yeah. hello sunshine right that yeah. one and i said 
what is this? Where, where do all the strings come from? And what's, what's all that orchestra stuff going on? Why is this so smooth? And I said, well, Bruce, couldn't we have some edges, please? I, 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 love, I like the rough parts. And then I got the whole album. And I said, well, there, there's, there's, nothing is smooth about this album. Everything has edges. Everything is rough. There might be a beautiful sound and there might be orchestra stuff. And it all looks like it, it sounds like a movie, it looks like. But there's so much depth in this thing and so much bare soul and, 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 and bleeding heart and everything. I said, okay, now I know what this is. So why did you hit us with that single first? You yeah. totally got me on the totally wrong foot. That I had no idea what that album was about. And because I'm a Springsteen fan, I buy everything. But um, this really is special. And uh, when you watch the movie um, with the concert and the, the, the bits in between where he actually talks about what he's doing and why he's writing the songs the way he is and what the songs are about. And um, there's so much in there. I said, okay, now I know that depression can actually look beautiful but feel terrible. And which is a weird thing to say, I think. But um, as someone who has had lots of fights with his own demons, um, I actually thought, well, this guy really knows what that this is why I found him. Because he is able to open the lid, take a flashlight, and shine in into that big dark hole and say, Well, I know what's in there. And um that's really something. And that's something from someone who you do not know personally, which is weird. And that there's one of the things I, I told my mother a few months ago. I said, when Bruce dies, he won't be a star that dies or not. I'm not, I'm not just a fan losing his, his idol. That will be a family member. That, yes. that's, that's, that's weird. I mean, I've never known the guy. He's probably very nice. I'm pretty sure he is. But maybe not. Maybe he would be nice to everybody besides to me. Maybe yeah. he wouldn't like me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. But still, he's a very important family member. He's um, understood so much of what my thinking is and what my feelings are and, and how much um, without knowing me, which is weird. And, and that's something which um, really crystallizes very much so in, uh, in Western stars. I always thought that um, maybe Nebraska would be the, the album, which, uh, but that's too far away. That, that stuff is, there's too much distance between myself and the characters in the song, in the songs. But in Western Stars, even though it's still further away, those are movie stars in the, in, in the Western United States. How far away from Hamburg or Berlin can you get? Yes. But still, something in there actually spoke to me and said, well, Finally, someone gets me, <laughs> which is cool. And uh, and uh, the letter to you thing again. Letter to you. I heard the the, the single first and I thought, okay, this sounds like a Springsteen cover band. I, I heard this. Uh, this is I don't know, Bruce. Really? Didn't you have time for some some more production, more writing, more thinking things over? And then I got the album. I said, okay, now I get it. Okay, yeah. this is this is. This is my favorite band stuck in a room with a bunch of guitars and lots of fun. They, these yes. guys are really, really rocking it. And after the second business said, well, there's much more about that than there. It's, it's not just rock and roll. There's people getting old, um, people dying, losing friends, uh, moving on, um, 
the thought of maybe I'm the last guy standing. One day they're all gone. Maybe I'm still here. And maybe I'm going first and somebody else will be the last guy standing. Maybe little Steve will be the one uh, doing the Springsteen tribute shows later on. I don't right. know. And all those, those ideas that probably wouldn't have been relevant to me when I was 30. But now I'm 45, and uh, which is not old, I know, but sometimes it feels pretty old, especially if you have a kid and a job, which, which uh, taxes you a lot. But yes. um, sometimes 45 can feel like 80. Yes. <laughs> so, and um, I thought, again, how does he do it? Why does he understand me without knowing me? And uh, that, that's really interesting to know because Born the USA didn't do that. I mean, that get that thing thing explained a lot about America to me. That was fun music. That was absolutely the best music in the, of the eighties. But this old stuff, the, the stuff from the old Bruce, actually gets me. And then I look at the old stuff. I think, well, maybe here. How about Human Touch? Being lost in the world, and all you want for is that person next to you in 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 the subways, um, looks looking over at you and, and just nodding his head and say, "I don't know you, but you look like a nice person. Go ahead, you go first. That's a little thing you want. It's not yeah. the big things. It's just a little bit of human touch. And I thought, even on a record, nobody likes. There's that little bit of magic in there, which nobody else can do, at least for me. No, I, I, I totally agree. I, I've, I've said often that Western Stars feels like a collection of short stories. Yeah. Um, and, and the little miniature movies, I agree. Uh, letter to you will always have a special place in my heart because you know at the end of 2020 with all the political stuff and we will not go back there again but the idea that you got this this gift of a new Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band album and it was good and it was and then you got the little film where you watched them working together was such um and right, was it, um, I think they talked about the like, hey, instead of you, we go in there and beat the demo. How about you just, instead of doing a demo, you you tell us so that we can do that. And uh, I found great joy, Dennis, in watching all these guys in their 60s and 70s with their legal pad and pencils. And as he's <laughs> playing it, writing, okay, what we do, and then magically they come up with what they're supposed to play it is yeah. just a joy it is absolutely a joy yeah I, I, I just recently heard an interview um little steve is promoting his book i think at the moment yeah and um he was on chase jarvis and, and he, he said this story about about danny who never played anything twice because he couldn't tell you the chords to his song right he just listened to what was going on and then found his way somehow into the music and found his place and elevated the whole production in a, in a way that nobody um, with classical training or, or deep knowledge of all the yeah. intricacy would have ever been able to do. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a phantom at, at, at the, at the, uh, at the organ to do that magic. And, and that's probably, I've come back to the word magic. And it's funny that Springsteen actually has a, as an album called magic. Yes. Um, and, and talking, is talking about a magic trick. I think he's probably come up with that um, analogy as well, that there must be something here, which is bigger than myself. And I'm just channeling that. And, and uh, in a religious person, that will probably be pretty scary. Oh, and, right. and a very, and, and a, a, a um, 
maybe the TV evangelist would probably say, okay, well, the Lord spoke to me and now right. follow me. And he doesn't do that. He doesn't so follow me. He just no. listen to what I have to tell you. And then you go out in your own way. I just give you a little bit of push for your own journey. I'm not here for you to follow me. And that's really interesting to have someone with that deep knowledge about the human uh, um, psychology and, 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 and about society and has, has such deep knowledge of music and, 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 and history, and, which is so universal across the globe. And you, you go to every country in the world and you put a Springsteen record on, people know what's going on, even if they don't understand the language. But still, he's not the one who's saying, come on, follow me. Let's go on. Let's uh, join a cult or whatever. Yeah. It's different. It is. This is awesome. Um, I, thank you. This has been so much fun. We've, we've gone over an hour. And, and I feel like we've just started scratching the surface. We, I will have to have you on again. We will find an excuse, Dennis, to visit again. Um, I do need to go. Are, are there obviously Western stars and um, letter to you, but are there other songs that you would like to hear live that you haven't had a chance to hear? Yeah. Um, the entire, I'll probably be the only one at that show, but I would really, really, really would like to see a back-to-back -back show of all the songs from Human Touch and from Lucky Town. I would really want to spend those three hours I would be alone at the stadium. I know everybody else. Would I would be, be there right else. with you. So okay, I'd be fine you, you with go that. Ahead. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. We, can sing, we can sing better days together. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> that, that's what I really want. I'm not, that's not going to happen. I know. No. And, and, and uh, I would also like to, to go to a little club, maybe a little coffee house and, and, and see Western stars performed by him with his acoustic guitar and nobody else. Yes. Absolutely. But that would otherwise, be great. If, if, we, yeah. if you're just asking about the, the, all the... Uh, um, the classics, probably I don't know, racing the streets. I mean, I've heard mm -hmm. that, um, but yeah. every time it comes up, I'm surprised. This is one of the songs I forget. And when it comes up, it hits me like a sledgehammer because it was so deep in my brain. Yes. I, said, well, I know all the words. I know all the chords. I know everything about the song, but I keep forgetting it. It's really fun. <laughs> it's like that's a new neat. discovery. Every, that's a new album every year. That's, that's, that's <laughs> lovely. That's great. Um, any final thoughts you want to share before we get to the Mary question? Um, yeah, um, I, I would like to talk about, if I may, a, a little project I did during COVID, which was Please. one of the things um, that really, um, well, I, I, I just self-published a book because it was Tuesday night and I had nothing else to do. Um, it's one of those projects. I put, it's a photo project I did for 100 days. Every day I took a picture of myself, a selfie, like everybody does. And then I took a picture of some object or a surface or whatever I could find out walking about in my neighborhood when, you know, when, when you're not locked down, it's not much you can do besides walk around with your phone in your pocket. And um, I took lots of photos and then I took, I have, I have this app um, called Snapseed where you can take one picture and put the other one on top of it, like a sandwich. Um, and in the old days, you would have done the, as the double exposure on one piece of film, two pictures at the same spot. And then I moved things about a bit and then changed the colors a bit and then looked at the picture. How do the two um, levels work with each other? And the idea was to have myself, my picture, my, my outside appearance and by putting the extra layer on it, finding something which was hidden inside of me. And sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But every day for 100 days, I took one of those double pictures. 
And uh, over 100 days, um, you learn a lot about the technique, of course, but you also learn a lot about the, the subject matter you're working with. It was the, the only photo project I did about myself because I really yeah. don't really want to take lots of pictures of myself. I'm not a big selfie fan, but I said, well, maybe this is the time to really look at yourself in, 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 in this lockdown situation. And I took all these pictures and then I looked at them and said, wow, this is really interesting how many layers and how many times they're really dark pictures really dark they just appeared they I didn't make them that way they just showed themselves to me and some pictures are really whimsical and funny and some are, are romantic and some are soft and some are hard some are, are colorful and some are gray and all that happened within these three uh, these uh, three months these hundred days and um I said, well, they can't just live on my Instagram. That's this is not uh, where this is where people where pictures go to die, basically. Right. You put them on Instagram and then they they disappear. So I had to do something with that. And then, and then I wrote a little um, essay um, and and uh, put the, all the pictures in a book and pressed publish on Amazon. That you can do that with Kindle Direct Publishing. And uh, now I got the book back a few days ago, and I actually um, I, terrible for an audio format i'm holding it up now okay <laughs> this is a picture of myself and a part of a motorcycle this i think i don't know if you can see yeah, this. yeah we can yes this is the, the i think where the brake grips the the i don't know what that, what that part's called and and you see basically like like cogs in a machine working inside my head and there are different pictures where i wear a mask where my eyes look very dead and in other pictures they, they, they just look funny there's some flowers around me and everything so it's it's the whole gambit of all the different emotions you feel in that period of time and now having it in front of you as a piece of paper you can flip through it and you can actually touch it and touch it and look at it mm-hmm. that's that's um something which i think is one of the things i would really love people to think about when they have projects which are really meaningful to them is to show them to people to to publish them in, in some sort of way it doesn't have to be the best quality you don't have to sell it you can just just photocopy it and then and, and put it in, in in the subway station and put it on, on a bench and let somebody else find it and then watch people pick it up whatever you want to do sure. try to make something physical and not just stay in the digital realm this the smartphone is a wonderful tool but things actually die on that thing because sure. one, of, one of these days the, the cloud service won't be there anymore. We have something else, not the phones anymore, but maybe it, we have chips implanted in our head. Or I don't know how we're going to use technology in 10 years from now. I have no idea. So make something physical. But if something's important to you, print it out, put it in a folder in your, in your, in your cupboard or, or print it, put it on your wall or, or give it to a friend. That's maybe something I would like to 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 leave with people. The mixtape, the old tape from Springsteen. Yes, that, exactly. I, I wish I still had that. I have lots of Springsteen tapes. That, 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 that one, that one's lost somewhere. Yeah. But those are the things to hold on to. The old concert tickets you, you stick in between your books in the bookshelf and you find one day. Those are the things that matter, the, the physical stuff. Yes, absolutely. Do you um, do you have a link where we can pick up the book? Um, yeah, I, I, I'll send it over to send you. Send it to it's you, a, good. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a self-publishing thing. It actually is in English, so people will be very happy. Yes, <laughs> they can actually very read nice. What I'm saying. The good. whole thing starts with a song I, I started to write, and then I said, well, I can't write songs anymore because yeah. that, that was the art form that used to save me when I was feeling terrible. Now I can't do it anymore. I don't know. I've lost that, that magic. Maybe it comes back one day, but right now it's not there. So it's, it's, it starts with a broken song, a, a half 
half idea. And at the end, the whole book ends with, with the part of Darkness on the Edge of Town, where I actually quote Springsteen without asking him first, but I think he will, he will I understand. I think he'll be okay. The, um, the, being on that hill with everything I got, basically. Absolutely. The, the, the part. Uh, so, yes, um, you had sent me a link to the book, and so I really enjoyed it. So I, I definitely would love to include that in the notes. Um, Dennis, this was so much fun. Uh, if you are a fan of Dennis's other podcast and you're listening to this, um, thank you for listening. Um, I end every episode with the Mary question. Uh, Jay Armstrong is an honors English teacher who recently retired. He's in the Philadelphia area. And he will spend two days of his honors English class going over Thunder Road. They will look at the lyrics. They will talk about the imagery Bruce uses. Uh, they will talk about the themes of the song. And then at the end of the two days, he asks his class, does Mary get in the car? So Dennis, that is your question. Does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? Well, first of all, this is the, the story of a great teacher. This is someone who really knows what teaching is about. Um, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, I, 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 I'm not surprised by the question, of course. <laughs> but still, I, 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 oh, I, found, I fought so hard with the right answer. And there, there probably is no right answer, but I came up with two. Okay. The, 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 the number one is, no, she's, she does not get in the car with Bruce. Um, she's waiting for Melissa Etheridge. All right, Which, there you go. I uh, like that. Because I, I, one of the things when I was of, well, about 10 years ago, I, I, for some reason, I found it important to write a letter to put into my, 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 my cupboard. If something happens to me, here's how I want you to organize my funeral. I don't know what happened to my brain back then. Ah, that was just some idea. Not that I was, I was looking forward to that experience or that I was actually thinking that was going to happen very soon. I just had that idea of, wanting to be able to decide myself. And I said, if anybody plays any song I don't want, I'll come back and haunt you. So I thought this is important. Uh, so I wrote down the music I wanted them to play. And one of the things was Thunder Road, um, the unplugged version of Melissa Etheridge together with Bruce. Because first of all, because of the, the, uh, the little talk she gives at the beginning where she explains how she as a fan i mean melissa etheridge she's she's right up there with them but she is a fan and she's a self-proclaimed fan and she's not ashamed of it and uh, the way she explained how she sat down with her headphones on and dived into those songs slash movies and she could actually see the movies she was listening to this she was listening to songs and that's this is me that's that's exactly me that's um and then she moved over to invite him onto the stage and then they play together wonderfully as they of course they do because they're great musicians and really have a great chemistry but then there's this little thing the mary climb in part where bruce steps back and lets her sing it and i've never heard anyone sing these few words of that e minor chord in such a beautiful fashion like melissa etheridge did not even bruce this mary climb in that 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 really raspy voice which is which is amazing, and you know she's going to climb in, and the the next part will be the song. Maybe you can drive. Uh, maybe you can sleep while I drive. Well, she takes a long drive, and her, her lover sits next to her, puts her head on her shoulder, and just lets her drive. And that's Mary. She gets into that car. 
not not in Bruce's car. And um, the, so, the other answer. Hold on. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I don't I, I've talked about this. So you may have heard this, but uh, Melissa tells the story during the lockdown that um, she when she asked Bruce to join, when she told the producers she wanted Bruce Springsteen, she didn't think he would say yes. And he did. And he she told him it's really, really important for her to be able to sing that line. Because oh, okay. for the no. longest time, because she was in the closet, she never pictured that she, as a female protagonist, would say that line about another female. Yeah. And so she told Bruce it was really important for her to sing that line. And so Bruce is like, yeah. But if you watch the clip, every time they practice, she doesn't sing the line. She okay. messes up. So if you go back when we get off the call, because she told the story, if you watch him, when she sings it, he laughs because he was ready for her not to stay, sing it. And she does. And he kind of laughs a little bit because she nailed it. Yeah. So I think that's it's not an easy line to sing. It, it is it not is, an easy line to sing. It's not an easy line to sing, yeah. And so if you, and you can hear, it was on Facebook Live, she told the story, but if you watch the clip, he kind of giggles because he's like, okay, is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? And she did. So I, I love that answer. All right. What's your second answer, Dennis? Well, the second answer is that she, she does get in and okay. she gets out and she gets back in and she gets out all her life long because that's how real relationships work. You yes. don't just hop into a car and drive into the sunset. That that may work for a night or maybe a week or for a holiday or maybe for a year or two. Right. But if if you're if you're there for the whole long journey of life, there's no way you're just gonna stay in the car. You're gonna yes. get out, you're gonna slam the door, you're gonna walk away, you're gonna scream your head off, and you come back and you sit back down and then you drive some more. And um, one of the things I think one of the other guests also said that um the, the racing in the street part. Yes. She sits on the porch of her daddy's house and uh, old wrinkles around her face, her eyes. And, and, and she, she is not happy. She's, she's, she's all, all her life's burdens are in her face and you can actually feel how heavy life's burdens are, but then they still get in the car and they still go together and they take the next step. And then at the end, um, you know, the time is right to go racing in the street and that there is again even though if everything is dark the partner's still there and nothing is is is, is um roses and everything all the time but still you found that person who gets always gets back in the car and i think that's the trick the trick is not to, to find a, a hollywood movie partner who just falls in love with you all, uh, and, and is, is happy with you every day that's not that's not how our relationships work and I think that's one of the things which is amazing that someone at that age um, actually had that insight. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that um, I've been, my wife and I have been married since 84. So we've been, you know, over 35 years. And wow. it is, um, I, we say this a lot, that it's never 50-50. Sometimes it's 90-10. Other times it's 10-90. Uh, just your hope is that it evens out enough that you feel as a partner, you've been supported as much as you've supported. 
um, because depending on the time, um, the, your partner is carrying more of the heavy load than you are. And then other times you're there to carry them, you know, that, yeah. uh, should I fall behind, right? This whole yeah. thing. So I, absolutely. We, we played that song at a, at a wedding. Oh yeah. It's just yeah. beautiful. Dennis, this is great. If someone wants to reach you, uh, how can they? What's on social media? What's the best way to visit with you? I've got my my web page. It's got a contact form where you can just just type everything in, and then it, it lands right in my email. Um, okay, uh, that's dennis eighteen de for Germany de, and um, the other way is just dennis eighteen on on all the the platforms. Please ignore Twitter because I I, I tend to do that myself, and Facebook is really. A, something i go to every now and then because i think i have to okay if you really want to find me go go to instagram it's probably the if you want to stay on the socials or just just find my web page okay sounds good all right dennis thank you this was a blast i want to have you on again we'll we'll find another excuse i feel like there are you know as you talked about where there's that person across the aisle that you could sit there and you're like three hours later you're like oh i'm sorry have we i've ignored everyone else in the party and we've just <laughs> had a blast so thank you this was great um thank you so so much yeah. for having me i really really would like to come back and i would invite you to my podcast but everybody would be really really um because we would have to talk in english and that would um, and they would all be confused yes, yes they, no. I, I've, I've, I've tried that in my youtube channel and people said well thank you very much but could we please go back to german yes know. absolutely <laughs> when, whenever you have time I'm, I'm more than up to it i'm really i think i found a friend across the, across the, the the ocean so thank you I very think much so for inviting too. me thank you all right listeners you go stay safe get vaccinated uh remember to social distance uh let's all be good to each other because that's how we're going to get through this Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Where are you having masks? Yes. <laughs> Seth Lessing Bruce has a Patreon page where you can offer to donate anything from a dollar a month up to whatever amount you want. Thanks to the wonderful people who support the podcast through Patreon, I'm able to cover the cost of the Zoom recordings and the hosting of the podcast, putting it out, things like that. So thank you to Holly Mack, Steve Rogers, Dale Hosack, Terry Smith, Anna Lynn, Chris Bloom, Mary Thomas, Alex Samolta, Andrew Goddard, Betsy Hodges, Levi Petrie, Stephen Malio. Each of you are my Springsteen siblings. You are my angels, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for all your support and love. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listing Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.